Jenny S. wants to know, will Seth ever sing on a CD? Rain to come and sounds amazing, by the way. Well, thanks, thanks Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to be honest, he sang on this one. See if you can hear it when you listen to it. But if you mean, is Seth ever going to sing an amazing uh, solo. Ringo Starr, Yellow Submarine solo, well, that'll be entirely up to him. Caitlin Wilson wants to know, what has been the most awkward moment you've had on stage? Oh, <laughs> One time we were playing this show with some friends of ours, and we were on stage playing Fond of Dying, and uh, I'm singing in the mic, and I see out of the corner of my eye, I don't know what's going on, but one of the guys in this other band is like, kind of has this girl with him, and he's standing back kind of behind the stage a little bit, and he like, kind of pushes her up the steps and like, pushes her onto the stage, and she just walks out of the middle of the stage and sort of like, stands right in front of my amp. I, I don't know who this girl is, I, she's just like, standing on stage, like in the middle of the stage, not on the side. And I, and I was just like, what? What's going on? Uh, what's, and, I, and I'm like, is it her birthday or something? Must be her birthday! So like, finally she's just standing there and I keep looking over. Finally I had to go over and like, push her off. And then she just kind of like, I don't know, like halfway through the next song I noticed she was off the stage. But it was just like, What weird. show was that at? It was in, uh, some outdoor festival thing where they had all those white kittens and we mm. all tried to see who could drink a bottle of water fastest. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I won, didn't I? I think I Steve know. won, but he cheated, so it was probably <laughs> you. He's <laughs> a <Billy. laughs> Once I was doing a, a drum solo at this festival, I totally just dropped a stick right in the middle of it. It was I don't even really remember amazing. that. I'm it, good. It didn't have to be that bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I just noticed. stopped. You know, <laughs> think anybody noticed? Everybody was probably yeah. just like, eh, that's another, awesome. Then grab another stick and just finished. <laughs> Izzy Kazarian wants to know, what was the coolest thing God showed you during the making of Rain's A-Comin'? Well, we did the record in Nashville. And uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, there's a church called the Anchor Fellowship that we always go to, and um, they always pray for us and like hear from God and give us encouraging words. And so that happened more than once when we were down there. And, um, so that's that was good. It was it was needed. It wasn't a, wasn't the easiest time being, I mean, don't get me wrong, making records is sweet. But, you know, um, got some encouraging words from the guys. Uh, so thanks, Josh and Dave and everybody at the Anchor. Um, I would say just the fact that we came out with the record that we did and as a complete project is, I mean, it's totally God because we went, we went into the studio with, I mean, seven, seven or eight songs, not near enough, and we'd had like a lot of time to write and nothing was coming or just praying and, and you know, trusting God to, to come through and we came up with some really great stuff that we love while we were in the studio, which was a new experience for us. And so, I mean, a lot of prayer went into this record and, uh, and he came through and gave us the songs that, that we needed 
to uh, complete this project. Thomas Burleson wants to know, Star Wars or Star Trek? And why? <laughs> well, Star Trek? Is it that? Is it a movie that just came out or something? I saw that movie. It was funny. Um, I saw it in Nashville. I just There's remember like I saw that one thing. Here's Spock! Here's Spark! <laughs> it's like a dog's name. I think I saw that one. <laughs> you were watching it one time at Charge, and I was trying to go to this sleep. This is like the boringest show ever. Like, yeah, I just don't really like get it. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. It's so slow. Yeah, I don't know. it seems kind of slow to me too. <laughs> Star Wars is awesome. Star Wars is cool. <laughs> totally, totally just Trump Star Trek. Star Wars is like. Besides, you have Han Solo. Han Solo. Yeah. You have an icy planet. Soldiers. Kind of always wanted to be Princess Leia. Kind of always wanted to. Um, like, Star Wars is like. Nostalgic. It's kind of that feel of the movie. It's kind of like, kind of like watching the Swiss Family Robinson or White Christmas. It just makes me feel good. You know, we used to, we used to go to Sam's Club uh, when we were little, and uh, mom and dad would shop for stuff. And I would stand in the TV sections and watch Star Wars. I always remember it was always this big decision, and it took me forever, like, to figure out should I walk around the store with mom yeah. and dad to eat the samples, because they always had all these like awesome samples at Sam's Club of all the food and stuff. Or should I wait? Because we were so little, we could only do one. We had to either stay with mom and dad or stay with brothers and watch Star Wars. And so I was always like, do I want to watch Star Wars or eat the samples? I like Star Trek too. The, the movie or the, the show? Well, the movie was pretty funny. And the show I've watched, like... Wasn't the guy from X-Men in that or something? That bald guy? Yeah. <laughs> he was in Dune as well. Jordan Stummer wants to know, how did you come up with your name? Well, um... Children 18.3 comes from Matthew 18.3 in the Bible, and that says, Unless you change and become like little children, you shall by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And that's what that means. David Green wants to know, What is your favorite song lyrically on Rain's A-Comin' and why? Um, well, the thing about lyrics, we spend so much time writing and and working out the lyrics and and trying to make them sound cool and and it seems and it's so important at the time it is and and you think so much about them but once it's all finished and we start playing them live and i'm singing them i don't really ever think about the words anymore which is i mean maybe not a good thing maybe i, I should probably think about the words and what i'm saying but i, I mean i kind of just sing them and they just kind of become part of the song and i don't really think about the words anymore except um, one song on the new album is called um, Oh Bravo, and I do usually think about those words when I'm playing it live because it's kind of like a story, or it is a story, and so I always kind of think of myself as acting out part of this story instead of singing a song. The story is, is actually about this little girl that um, is, in, is in this talent show at her school. 
and she's she's all excited. She got all ready, and she got this this little song ready that she's gonna do, and she's she's super excited. And her mom got her all dressed up, and 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 the story starts, and she's waiting in the hall at the at the elementary school, the little school, and her teacher has her all lined up by all these other kids, and she starts looking around, and and she hears the crowd cheering, and and in her mind, it's this huge deal, and all these other people, all the other kids have costumes. And she doesn't have a costume, and all these other kids have all these cool things that they do on stage, like like there's a cowboy and a clown and a, and a ballerina, and they're all so cool, and, and she just starts to feel like she just has really nothing to, to bring to the, the stage, really, and she doesn't think anybody's going to like her, and then she goes on stage and she sings her song, and, and she thinks it just went terrible, and, and then... Um, then her dad comes backstage and, and he's just he just tells her she's awesome and it's just kind of the happy ending. since being in a band with my siblings is the only thing we've ever known. Don't really have anything to compare it to, but um, it's pretty awesome because we get along super well and we've known each, other's, or each other our whole lives. And um, we just... Uh, we're really good friends, and we know everything about each other, so um, it works, and because uh, we get along really well, and everyone, when we're on the road, everyone just kind of does their own thing, and, and and then when we get to the venue, like everyone just <laughs> spreads, splits, but uh, I don't know, I guess it's different because it's not like we're, you know, you're not on the road with five of your best friends. You know, goofing off and being stupid, or having—you know—it's just your siblings. So um, we're pretty chill, just hanging out, and um, it works because we get along really well, I guess. Rebecca Krager asks, "I've read that you three were all homeschooled. How did that fact affect who you are today, and how is it received by others in your life? Would you rather have gone to public school?" No way. <laughs> um, who we are, or we are who we are, probably for like a big part of it is because we were homeschooled and the way our, our parents brought us up and the upbringing we've had. We've never had a TV, um, just super conservative um, because we were homeschooling or we homeschooled. Um, that's why we are so good friends and that's why we get along so well. Um, homeschooling, we had a lot more time because um, we just get up and 
do our school and get it done and then you know you have all afternoon to do do whatever else you wanted to do practice a lot um, so I don't know it worked really well I've never I went I went to public school one day with a friend just to just to check it out and uh, uh, I'll just say I, I, I was glad I didn't have to do that. John Frederick wants to know, how long does it take you guys to fully make a song, including writing, composing, and recording? Oh man, that varies. Um, some of the songs for, for this, uh, our second record, Rains of Coming, uh, we've been working on ever since the first record. Um, one song um, David wrote shortly after, I think he was even working on, in the studio while we were working on our first record. So in that sense, um, some of them take quite a while. Um, we've, we've had songs that have come together, like the biggest chunk of it, in a day and, uh, in the past. But for the most part, it, we just kind of jam for quite a while. And, uh, and just work things through. It's, it's definitely a slow process for us. Um, this record we wrote, I think, three songs in the studio. So obviously that's a, a lot more scheduled environment to, to write music. Um, so in that sense, we wrote some really fast, but we were writing with our producer. Um, but most mostly, um, it takes quite a while for us to to write songs, as you can. I mean, it's been two years <laughs> since our first record came out, so um, yeah, we're, it takes us quite a while, but we're we're happy with what we came up with. Martinez wants to know, what does the name Rains a Comin mean? Well, Andriella, Rains a Comin is about, uh, well, it's about revival. It's about something big on the horizon, something off in the distance, maybe a little cloud, the size of a man's hand, and uh, something big is coming. You can start to see, uh, start to see things happening and even in our in our nation and uh, just need to ask the Holy Spirit to soften our hearts so that we can be uh, we can be a part of what he's doing why dress gothic emo have you ever received criticism from other bands about the way you look and how do you reply to them this is from Austin Nui well Austin I I don't think we dress gothic or emo uh, just trying to be cool, you know. Uh, you know, like rock bands in the '80s and uh, punk rock. Just uh, kind of, you know, just putting on a show and trying to be cool. People are criticism. People are usually really nice to us, thankfully. So. Brandon Landis says, "Your lyrics both excite and frustrate me." I spend countless hours dissecting what they mean, and they are so deep and filled with meaning. Where do you get your lyrical inspiration? 
And would you ever consider revealing your insights on where the messages come from for your individual songs? Well, Brandon, you want to talk about songs? Well, come to a show, we'll talk about songs. Um, yeah, lyrics are tough. Uh, it's hard to you know, want to write lyrics that sound cool, but that aren't just, you know, I can't really, I don't know if just writing nonsense is being a good steward of, good, being a good steward of artistic expression. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, you know, listen to lyrics and I'm, does this mean anything, or is it just nonsense? It sounds really cool, but, uh, yeah, lyrics are tough. Nick Pekka asks, Whenever equipment breaks on stage, may it be a drumstick or a bass string, David is known for playing a solo song about waiting for the circus to come to town. Ever since I had heard it live at Creation Northeast, I've looked for a recording of it. But it was nowhere, so when I heard of this album, I looked for the song on the track listing. But alas, it wasn't there. That song is really brilliant and deserves to be recorded. Is there any chance that this will happen? Maybe as a B-side for the album? Well, thanks. I like it, too. Uh, it's always kind of, uh, you know, bittersweet when something bad happens at a show and stuff breaks because it's annoying for whoever's stuff it was that broke. But then, for me, it's like, ooh, I get to sing my song. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Um, I would love for that song to be recorded someday. Hopefully. We'll see.